Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. My name is Justin Gilly. I'm your host, and it's freaking hockey season. I'm super fired up. It is Friday the thir- Friday the 13th, now that I think about it. Opening night for the Dallas Stars was last night, and I thought there couldn't be a better occasion to dust off the microphone. Anybody that knows me knows I have a deep, burning love for the Dallas Stars, and it's a tradition with my wife and myself. Uh, we always go to opening night, as well as a million other games every year, but uh, with the exception of 2020 with the whole COVID crap we have not missed an opening night since we've been together i think it's been like i want to say like eight in a row or something like that so it's always fun um if if you've never been to a hockey game or anything like that it's it's such a cool experience starting from the top there's a lot to go over i want to just get out of the way that we got the w which is huge because i don't care how we get it i don't care the path that we took to get there whether it be clean or what we're in the win column 1-0, 1-0, one down, 81 to go, baby. Let's do the dang thing. What a game. And I'll break it down as best as I can here in a little bit. But before we get into it, I wanted to start out by saying a lot of my buddies, uh, a lot of my friends, a lot of people that listen have re- have told me, you know, over the duration of this thing that they're interested in getting into hockey, but it's kind of like, I don't know if intimidating is the right word, but it's it's definitely like a unique sport that not everybody's into. Um, I totally get it, but it's so they were like, "Hey, why don't you kind of, in your own way, talk about it, break it down, whatever, make it easily digestible for people that aren't too familiar with it?" So I'm like, "Okay, cool. Why not? Let's. If y'all want to do that, I'm I'm certainly uh, not the. I don't know if I'm the best authority to talk all things hockey, but if you want to talk Dallas Stars, I'm your guy. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll just kind of go over everything here and. Um, just wanted to start out by saying the the opening night ceremonies, or oh, I mean, I guess home opener, which happens to be the actual first game of the year for the Stars. It's it's always fun, man. The Victory Plaza, Victory Park is always decked out. Uh, for those of you that aren't from Dallas, um, basically the Dallas Stars play in the American Airlines Center, and there is a plaza right outside the front of it that's uh, got two parallel buildings that run uh, like like I said parallel kind of like a walkway up to the American Airlines Center where they play and on either side there's shops and bars and restaurants and all kinds of stuff but they shut it down on the opening night and they have a red carpet ceremony like I guess maybe like three four hours before the game starts all the players pull up in their you know badass cars with their drivers and they're in their suits and ties and they walk down and they sign autographs and it's really fun, and then after they go into the actual arena to get ready, the plaza still stays like a party. There's photo booths, there's live music. They had a DJ out there this year. There's vendors, so everyone's taking pictures, drinking beer, hooting and hollering. It's a lot of fun. So you know, if you ever get the chance to do that, it, it's great, and we never miss it. It's always a, a good time. So yesterday was no uh, different. It was it was just like always. What a way to get fired up. Weather was great. Not necessarily what you think of when you think of hockey, but we're also in Texas. But, yeah, it was like freaking 75, sunny, 
can't beat it, had a great time. And leading into the game, there's huge expectations on this team. I think if you follow any kind of sports, not even just, you know, Dallas sports, whether it be ESPN or radio, whatever it may be, the preseason, like, power rankings or predictions come out every every year, and they're exactly that. They're predictions. But across the board, the Stars are not only considered to be a shoe-in for the playoffs, they're actually considered to be a favorite to win the Cup. So um, in the Western Conference, you know, we've got some absolute studs. But the way that the Stars team has aligned over these past couple years with their veteran presence and the amount of amazing young talent that we have coming up through the ranks, everything is is coming to a head. And, like, if they're going to do it, this is the year. Everyone knows Jamie Benn. Everyone knows Tyler Sagan. Those guys have been a staple in the Stars, you know, system for years upon years now. They are on the back half of their career take that as you will but they're still producing and they're being great role models and mentors and they have set this team up to you know pass the torch if you will but they still got some gas in the tank and anyways across the board everyone's expecting such high things from them so I, I of course am right there on that bandwagon I couldn't wait for this this opening night um preseason I don't ever pay too too much attention to because it's just like any other preseason, you know, whether it be spring training in baseball or preseason football, you kind of just are going through the motions. It's like a dress rehearsal type thing. But the real deal happened yesterday, and we're in the win column. But before we get into the actual game and breaking that down a little bit, shout out to the people at the American Airlines Center hooking your boy up because I love to go to games. And if it were up to me, I would go to every single game. But unfortunately, I don't have that kind of bankroll to support my my addiction. So if and when I get to go to games, most of the time it's going to be up in the nosebleeds with all the all the other diehards that are up there, you know, hooting, hollering, cussing, slamming beers, having a great time. And that's fine. There's not a bad seat in the house. But this year, the American Airlines Center did some much, much needed and much appreciated upgrades. All the seats are like brand new cushions, cup holders. It's really nice. Not, nothing's like falling apart and decrepit like it used to be. And they took a page out of Jerry Jones' book and upgraded the Jumbotron. It's nothing like at Jerry World, but it's significantly bigger. It's got displays on all four sides, so no matter where you're at in the arena, obviously you can see the ice, but you can see the, uh, the big screen as well, which is super helpful especially if you're not in, you know, the greatest spot, you can always, you know, catch a glimpse of the big screen, which you couldn't before. So that's a much appreciated, super cool upgrade. And uh, if whenever you go into, uh, you know, when you're so used to a stadium and everything like that, any kind of little upgrade is, is noticeable, but something of this magnitude was, was pretty cool. So we, uh, we get into the game. Um, first period starts, puck drop. It's, to say the least, it was kind of like, it was a weird like it, odd is the only word I can really find. It was just an odd start to the game. Yeah, it's the first game of the season. We're missing a huge, huge, huge part of our team right now. Rope Hints is a, an integral part of the top line. Uh, you know, across the NHL, we may have the most respected top line, or if not the most, one of the most respected top lines with Rope Hints, Jason Robertson, and Joe Pavelski. They broke all kinds of records last year. They they play together all the time. 
and missing an integral part like Rope kind of, I'm, I'm assuming that had to play a part in the way that these guys came out on top of the fact that it's the first game of the season, your first home game, you've got off-season signings that came over. You've got young guys that made the roster. So it was all over the place. Lines were switched up. But I don't know. I was talking to Casey about it, and we were like, something's off. It just felt very, very weird. It was a lot of, lot of possession changes, a lot of odd man rushes. It was just kind of all over the place. But anyways, in the first period, um, you know, we, get a, we end up getting a power play towards the end of the period. Wyatt Johnston, the youngster that had a, a breakout season last year, Sends a beautiful puck up towards the net, and Mason Marchment does his best Joe Pavelski pr- uh, impression and tips it in. Everyone freaks out. Hell yeah. First goal of the season. Let's go. The place is rocking. And, of course, it gets overturned. And it was a offsides. It was, you know, when you're at the game, you can't really tell, uh, you know, how, how apparent it was or anything like that. All we can go off of is in the moment. I didn't think they have enough evidence to overturn it, but you know how it goes with offsides. Oh, well, the puck was here, the skates were there, his upper body was here, whatever. I don't know. Long story short, they overturned it. But had to take it with a little bit of a grain of salt because our very first power play of the season resulted in a goal. Even though it was returned, it's something to build off of. Anyways, not a big deal. We end up leaving the first period. Nothing, nothing. Cool. Right at the beginning of the second period, Jamie... Mr. El Capitan, Jamie Ben, who I just mentioned is quite frankly getting into the older part of his career, the twilight, if you will, is just playing his ass off, man. He, right at the beginning of the period, he makes a play. It's on, he's on the, you know, middle of his shift, dumps the puck in the zone, dives to keep the, the puck in the, in the zone, follows his own puck, ends up getting a wraparound goal, one to nothing, first goal of the season legitimate goal what a better way to kick off the the season at home your captain setting the tone first goal of the season places rocking and in true st louis blues fashion they turn around maybe maybe three minutes later and tie it up but also have to take that one with a grain of salt so it's one to one the after looking back at the goal it's the quintessential issue that has been plaguing the stars forever the defense cannot just be Miro Haskinen and Jake Ottinger we have generational talent back there those two guys are unbelievable players in their own respective rights but they can't do everything and of course I believe it was maybe it was Hawkenpaw or Lindell I'm not sure who what defensive pairing was on the ice but it just got discombobulated and there was all kinds of green jerseys where they didn't need to be and they were in the shooting they weren't in the right kind of shooting lane they were in the line of vision for Ottinger and it just ended up in a goal but it is what it is one to one Ottinger has been playing his ass off to this point and it, it hurts me to say this but Bennington for St. Louis he was doing very well and he had came off from like the, one of the worst seasons he's ever had, and he played out of his freaking mind last night. So um, it's basically a, a chess match between the goalies right now, just doing their best impression of, you know, being a stone wall. And it was one-to-one, all things considered, I'll take that. You know, we had a couple of opportunities, and there was a couple of bright spots as well. So I just mentioned the defense. 
has been an issue outside of two of our main guys. But one bright spot, or two, I guess, uh, Nils Lundquist and Thomas Harley. They're two youngsters, and we, you know, the sky's the limit for these guys. Really big, high expectations on them. And they both played well. And Lundquist actually had a great shot on net that technically beat Bennington and just rang the bell. He hit, he hit the pipe. So, I mean, just inches away from getting on the board, and that would have been a game-winning goal. But, again, something to build off of. I'll take it. It's a defenseman doing something whose last name isn't Haskinen, so a win's a win. But, anyways, second period ends. 1-1, tie game. Let's go. Third period, it was, again, just kind of sloppy play, back and forth, great goaltending, just opportunities on both sides, but it just looked like opening night hockey where these guys are trying to figure themselves out. Until like the last five seconds where uh, St. Louis actually had a desperation shot on net that damn near went in and, and won them the game. But I digress. We go into OT, which every Stars fan knows. We are clearly huge, huge fans of being in overtime because we are so good at OT and shootouts. It's very sarcastic if you couldn't tell. I fucking hate going into overtime. It's already stressful as is, but for whatever reason, we are just god-awful in overtime. If it goes past 60 minutes, it's freaking, I don't know, it, it, it's brutal watching these guys try to f- you know figure something out in, in OT. Just, if you don't believe me, go look at their record. Go watch any game from the past three, four years. It's just, it's they're abysmal when it comes into OT. But, of course, opening night, here we go. Going to OT, they didn't look too terrible. Um, matter of fact, I'd venture to say they look pretty good. We probably had possession of the puck for 75 to 80% of the overtime. Oh, I had a note here. I'm going to explain a little bit for overtime for those that don't know how hockey works typically. So uh, during regulation, it's five on five, unless there's a power play, which means one team, you know, the penalized team has a person go into or be taken off the ice. They go into the penalty box for a certain amount of time, depending on the severity of the foul or the infraction, as they're calling it this year and therefore the other team will get an advantage. So five on four, five on three, depending on, you know, whatever. You get the point. But in overtime, in order to facilitate the quicker scoring of goals and, you know, get the get to a result quicker, in theory, it's three on three. So it's, it's wild to see how quickly the game changes when it's three on three, how much bigger the ice looks. So with that being said, they go into an overtime, three on three, and... Bennington and, and Ottinger were just lighting it up, man. They, it was just, they looked incredible, especially in the OT where they're even more, you know, on display. Uh, but we got a penal, or excuse me, a power play in the latter half of the overtime. And if you get a power play in overtime, like I mentioned, it's already three on three. So typically, you would think they're going to take somebody away. No, in OT, they actually bring somebody in. So our team... We were the ones who um, were on the receiving end of this. And we got, so we got to bring an extra attacker on. So it was four on three, which is a huge advantage. Still didn't make anything of it. Weren't able to capitalize. And after you go into OT and nothing happens in the regular season, you'll go into a shootout. So go into OT, didn't happen. Shootout, here we go. Jason Robertson comes out after the season he had last year and sure enough buries it. Boom, great, one one nothing. St. Louis goes in, gets their shot, 1-1, one, one, so on and so forth. But 
Matt, or uh, excuse me, Duchesne, which was a free agent signing or trade. I forget which one it was in the off season. You know, savvy veteran brought him over, puts us up two one in the shootout. And whenever St. Louis's turn comes to try to tie it up, the guy gets uh, tripped up, doesn't even get a shot off, and we end up winning in overtime or excuse in a shootout with the new guy putting us over the top. So nice little bow on top of the game. Like I said, it wasn't the prettiest win, but I will take it. A W is a W. I'm here for it. Super excited. What a way to start. They've got a lot to build off of, and they really need to tighten this shit up because we've got a four-day turnaround time until they go to Las Vegas to play the Golden Knights in a rematch of the championship series last year. You know, or anybody knows, Vegas doesn't play. That is a hell of a team. They are, they've been incredible since their inception a few years back, and they've got our number. So it'll be a big test for the boys. I don't know if Rope is going to be back. That would be a huge help if he was available, but we'll see. But yeah, like I said, great way to start out the season. I love going to opening night. I'll continue to do that. I wanted to kind of also say it's super cool from a fan's point of view that's been watching the team for so long. Like the the change in the the demographic, the change in the vibe, the change in the like aura of the American Airlines Center now is wild. There wasn't a seat available in the house. There was all kinds of people there. So much fun. And you can tell that like people are, are starting to catch on and it's starting to become a thing and, and I'm here for it. So if you've never been to a game, please let me be the one to tell you you will not regret it. You can get into a game. Well, let me let me rethink that. Prices have gone through the freaking roof. So you could probably get the you know one of the worst seats in the house after taxes and fees. You can probably get a, a ticket for 35, 40 bucks. Not too bad. You could find parking around there from anywhere from five bucks to 20 bucks. So get yourself into a game, watch them. If you don't know what's going on, Google it, text me, message me. I'll be happy to explain to the best of my abilities, but yeah, let's get more people on the victory green train so I can have more people to talk hockey with. Cause I'm, I'm here for it. And I know that you will be converted as soon as you start checking into it. But yes, hopefully the boys in victory green continue on this path. And if they do, maybe I'll do more of these. Uh, I know this has kind of turned into mainly a, a music podcast, but I do love me some hockey. I love baseball, by the way, shout out. This was my, my first love was baseball played it my whole life. And man, our Texas Rangers are, are killing it right now. Absolutely killing it. For anyone that's not aware, they got into the playoffs and as a wild card spot, swept that series, turned right around to the divisional series, swept that series. Now we got an ALCS berth against the one and only Houston Astros. So the silver boot is going to be the determining factor of who's going to the World Series. And we've got a chance at redemption because Houston... There, there, there's no no love lost between us, that's for sure. Not not big uh, Astros fans up here in the DFW Metroplex area, so hopefully we'll get our redemption here. Maybe bring home the, the first ever World Series to DFW because uh, we would definitely love that. Nothing but a sour taste in our mouth when it comes to you know deep playoff series and World Series. 
So hopefully this will be the year we get over the, the hump. But how about DFW Sports? Looking pretty good right now. <coughs> Set the Cowboys. It's freaking baseball playoffs. Hockey season here. I'm here for it. If you haven't already, like, comment, subscribe. If you haven't already, subscribe and all that stuff. I appreciate it. Remember, as long as you keep listening, I'll keep talking. See you next time.